Razor 103.3's Morning Brews, intoxicating you with knowledge, sirs and madams. Powered by our friends at Confluence Brewing, where good things come together. Confluencebrewing.com, celebrating their 10th birthday. The celebration happens, Thomas Beck Road, this weekend. We've got our good pal John from Confluence coming in to chat with us in just a minute. But first, got a couple things to get into. So you have an iPhone, right? I do. What did you pay for it? I don't know. Okay. They, they, it's like $21 a month. Oh, easy pay. <laughs> so they just tell you it's nothing. Yeah, I, yeah, I want to say it's like $1,600 or something, maybe. Somebody yeah. just auctioned off the very first 2007 iPhone, the iPhone 1. The very first one. Thing's over 15 years old, or it's 15 years old. It goes off for auction. Any guess what that thing went for? It's in the package? It's in the package still. It's original box, factory sealed. It was the first model of the iPhone ever introduced, January 9th, 2007, mm. which was a lifetime ago. <laughs> I'm going to say 20 grand. 40 grand, actually. Uh, wow. Remember when you first saw the iPhone, you're like, I don't get the, t- where are the buttons? I don't understand it. Why, why am I just touching the screen? And now that's all we know. Like, everything is now touchscreen. Everything is tablet and touchscreen laptop and all of that stuff. The winning bid was exactly $39,339.60. You had one camera back then. It had four to eight gigs of total digital storage. Now you've got your iPhone has four cameras, 128 gigs of storage. It runs your life. I don't think we knew what we were in store for Uh -uh. when the iPhone first came out, but it went for... Uh, $40,000 in an auction. I don't know what you do with that. What do you do with that? What do you, you do? Like, what you do you don't do with open it? it. You put it in a safety deposit box or something and hope that it's like Bitcoin and it goes up in value. Who's going to want the first iPhone 20 years from now? Um, I mean, who would want it today, Elon I guess? Musk's kid, like X-Ash, whoever. X-R7, my life is cursed, but I'm rich, so it's cool. That person. Got it. Yeah. Uh, hold on to your Crocs, Wicked. Hmm? Uh... Krispy Kreme and McDonald's. What has taken so long for these two to get together? Well, they're trying this out in nine different restaurants in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky? Kentucky's the worst. They need something in Kentucky, Wicked. They don't have a lot going on there. They've got bourbon and they've got horse races and now they've got the marriage of McDonald's and Krispy Kreme to try out. If this works, though, you know if this works, this is going to happen everywhere. They're going to be selling... Glazed, chocolate glazed uh, with sprinkles and raspberry filled Krispy Kreme donuts at McDonald's. You can buy them individually or in six packs. I love this statement. The small scale test will help us understand how offering new bakery items like Krispy Kreme could impact operations in our restaurants. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's already the best item on the breakfast menu. It immediately becomes better than any of their sandwiches, any of their McGriddles, and better than the big breakfast or whatever, better than the hotcakes. The Krispy Kreme donut becomes the best item and the hottest selling item on all McDonald's breakfast menus at all nine of these restaurants. Yeah, so this starts on October 26th. I predict by... Uh Thanksgiving, we'll have it everywhere. McDonald's is doing some different stuff. They do the the uh, the, the Happy Meals for adults. The Boo Buckets are back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very nostalgic. But this, this is it right here: Krispy Kremes at McDon at McDonald's. Oh, McDonuts! Aww. Oh, I love that. 
It do. Great. John from Confluence Brewing. First and foremost, congratulations on another award-winning beer. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's very exciting. And how do you say it? Pronounce it for us, please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I wrote it down phonetically we've last had, week. We, Cult Rosh. Oh, what? Cult Rosh. Cult Rosh. That's right. Yes. Cult Rosh. Yes, it means cold smoke. Cold smoke for sure. Um, in German, we've had a uh, an actual German helping us pronounce it. Excellent. Uh, Every time. Yeah, but I I literally said if you show up at Thomas Beck Road, if you show up at the brewery and you just ask for like the cult rock, they'll know what you're talking about. <laughs> Very close. Just make Very a little <laughs> with your yeah. mouth, and they'll be like, "Oh, here you go. Yes, of course." Did you want me to sing happy birthday to you? Because well. I could. Or Heather can't. Like one or the other. <laughs> or both of us. Oh, no. Happy okay, ready, but- birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Confluence. Happy birthday to you. Now, there will be seven bands full of better singers than that. <laughs> yeah, three days. Three, three days, days of, of celebration at Confluence. Kicking off Friday. And now I've got this list of ten different releases. We're going to get deep into this and we're going to throw up our, our full conversation. Good. Good. On the podcast. There's some today. sours that sound amazing, by the way. Some of those sours sound oh, unbelievable. I cannot. Be cool wait. if John brought us beer. I Same. think there might be some in that truck. Morning Brews, <laughs> powered by our friends at Confluence Brewing, where good things come together. Confluencebrewing.com. Heather. I love this so hard. Wicked. So I'm larger than a baby giraffe. Mornings on Laser 103.3.